How will we be remembered? As the podcasters who first postulated that Victor Garber is a Jesus Christ vampire? Nope. We're the podcast with the guy who likes to make fun of our Scottish fans in witty and insightful ways. And as we're sitting in the third week of sweeps, we find ourselves more and more busy, but we still can't help but get together to talk about our third favorite show, Behind Riverdale, and I Still Know What You Did Last Summer. We're not broadcasters, we're not heroes, and we're certainly not legends, but what we are is... Straight out of the timeline and right into your ears. I'm Bell. I'm Kyle. And I'm Will. And this is Legends TV Talk. Gentlemen, how are you doing this evening? Doing well. If I were <laughs> if I were any better, there'd be three of me, and we'd all be thin. <laughs> <laughs> Well, uh, uh, as we before we uh, get into this podcast, uh, let's let's go ahead and discuss our, our beverages for the evening. I figure this is something we could do. All right, you know, right. I mean, you know, okay. So I I am drinking my Stella, which is probably is that reversed? Yes, it's a little bit reversed. It look no way to Stella. It looks good. It's yeah, good. It looks yeah. good. It's all right. Yeah. You know yeah. what? Here, I'll give you a solo so we can see it. Go ahead. There you go. Yeah. Now you're totally in the frame by yourself. No, I'm to- okay. So, so this, yeah, this is this is the beer I'm drinking this evening. There's another one over here on standby because it took us so long to get ready. I figured I'd bring two, and uh, it's always more fun to hear me podcast a little under the influence. That's good. Uh, <laughs> so, Will, your choice of beverage this evening? I am drinking. Uh, I'm trying to get rid of the last of my Samuel Adams Oktoberfest, a wonderful brew this year. Uh, the flavor was very good. Uh, there have been years with Oktoberfest where it wasn't that good. But this year, top shelf. I've enjoyed it a lot, and I'm going to miss the fall. Kyle? Well. (laughs) Water. (laughs) Probably the smartest choice of all three of us. (laughs) I just didn't feel like getting up and getting a beer all the way downstairs. I know, right? It's one of those things where, like, I came in, and I was was like, okay, well, I got to get my dog situated. And I was like, wait, beer. Beer Beer is required. Mm, Beer Beer is required. Um, so yeah, well, uh, uh, everyone, uh, doing well this evening, this we're back delightfully late Monday night that we're recording live here. Um, yes. excellent. G- glad to have everyone back. We were going to try to do a live show yesterday, but, uh, I was recovering from a wedding, uh, that I went to, I was uh, best man at my buddy's wedding. And I just, I, I got on and Kyle was like, man, you sound tired. <laughs> <laughs> And like I, you know, nose was running and drippy and stuff. It was just, it was, it was bad. So we spared you guys that, and now here we are, fresh and ready to go. And you weren't, uh, you hadn't watched the episode yet. Let's be honest. No, I'm just kidding. No, I, I actually watched it this time. I actually watched it this time. Uh, now, full disclosure, I didn't have a chance to watch it again, but it's it's pretty fresh in my mind. And usually, after going over the, the summary, and we're all we're all good to go here. But uh, I think that uh, now it's time for a history lesson. And now, gentle listener, it is time for a history lesson on Legends TV Talk. All right, Season 3, Episode 6, Helen Hunt. Directed by David Geddes, and it was written by Kito Shimizu and Uba Muhammad. And, uh... (laughs) Well, you know, it's. I think these are new blood. This is new blood. Yeah, I don't, I don't, yeah, yeah I don't definitely. That, that's that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. So, uh, Kyle, why don't you tell us what happened this episode? Absolutely. The legends track another. And oh my god! 
Yes, Kyle. There we are. <laughs> and folks, the Legends TV Talk drinking game is every time Kyle tries to say anachronism and can, you take a drink. Anachronism and oh. anti- Anti-disestablishmentarianism. Come on. Anti-disestablishmentarianism. Mechanicalism. Mechanicalism. The legends track another anachronism to 1937 Hollywood, revealed to be Helen of Troy. The team also encounter Kawasa, who is revealed to be a granddaughter of Amaya, Dark, who claims that anachronisms are good for business, and Eleanor, who is revealed revealed to be Dark's daughter. The legends eventually manage to obtain Helen, who refuses to return to Troy due to the sexist landscape. Zari sympathizes with her and takes Helen to the island of Themyscira, where there are no men and she can live in peace. Wonder Woman! Martin. Sorry. <laughs> Martin, Jax, and Ray attempt once again to transfer Martin's energy into Jax, but end up with Jax and Martin switching bodies. With the help of H- Hedy Lamar, Stein's boyhood crush, and a science prodigy. That's Hedley. Prodigy. Sorry. Prodigy. They manage to switch back after merging into Firestorm. In return, Martin persuades Hetty to pursue her dream of an acting career, preserving history. Yay! It almost seems like dramatic chipmunk is inappropriate, but yet, you know, we must be... It's whoever whoever writes the uh, the episode summaries for Flash or the other shows always kind of leave it on a cliffhanger, and they've done it sometimes for Legends, but they they don't do it every time. And yeah, that one kind of like didn't seem to work but you know whatever yeah. we'll go with it uh so kyle what did you think about this episode overall let's just get some like you know overall impressions in before we you know dive deep into the meat of this one i'm it sorry an episode he um... doesn't do impressions hey oh <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> of the week what are you talking about he's got at least one of them it's it's mick and he does a really good mick might i add yeah you raise a solid point sir <laughs> Yes, um, <laughs> it's an old um, airplane no, I, joke. <laughs> Sorry, go on. I, I enjoyed the episode. I mean, it's it's not like the end all be all. That's probably going to be on the crossover, but I think it was still pretty a good, pretty a good, pretty good episode. <laughs> yeah, that's all I got. That's all I got. All right, well, what do you what do you what do you got, man? Um, I thought it was really good. I liked. I'm an old movie buff. Okay, I am. I'm just. I love. Old Hollywood. Um, I love the fact that they had like the war between the studios for actors and actresses. That actually happened. Um, you know, I mean, a horse head didn't show up in anyone's bed, but I got a feeling it was on its way. Um, you know, there were there were of course issues, but I mean, overall, I thought it was great. I it was weird that the B plot was the Stein switching bodies. I thought for sure that was going to be more A. Um, and yes, I can't help it. I've watched Blazing Saddles too many times, and every time I heard Hedy Lamar. All I could hear was Harvey Corman going, that's Headley. <laughs> <laughs> Headley. <laughs> well, well, yeah, I, I agree. I thought it was a fun episode overall. And I, and I love how they kind of do the throwbacks to other, like, you know, 80s and 90s and 70s and stuff movies just all throughout the entire series with the, you know, the Freaky Friday kind of thing going on. This one they even mentioned my name. But, yeah, overall, fun episode, really good. Uh, I don't know a, a lot about classic Hollywood. Will, it's great that you do because uh, I'll be asking <laughs> questions and stuff about, like, you know, how they – because with this show, they do a lot of these things where they'll twist actual history to kind of fit the narrative of what they're trying to do in the show. And so uh, particularly this one, they 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 took the uh, the battle of Troy, the, the war over Helen of Troy, and uh, – why is uh, – why – What's wrong? The name of the actual war over Helen of Troy was called the the this Trojan War. The, there we go, Trojan War. <laughs> 
wow so <laughs> we'll cut all that bit out that's that's terrible but anyway it's neat how they they kind of take the the trojan war and then they manipulate that and they fit it into the the hollywood war and you know the, the early 1900s uh how the studios kind of like you know fought for these different actresses and actors and uh for contracts and try to establish dominance in hollywood right uh so yeah it's it's, it's really neat how they did that so um uh, but yeah, so this this is this is a, a a time period that we haven't seen too very much on this show. And again, uh, Mick, as he does, always shows up disheveled. Everyone else dressed <laughs> to the nines and all these different things that they're going to. But Mick always shows up pretty dirty. Um, so so Will, like this, uh, why don't you give, give for those of us who don't know, which myself is included in this, uh, give us like a little intro, a little background on some of these you know early studios and how they worked and how they uh, you know fought and 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 really did these sort of things uh, in in the you know early 1900s, uh, early you know Hollywood area uh, to kind of like you know because it was it was almost like the Wild West back then in Hollywood, right? Uh, it was sort of. Um... You know, it's a well-known fact, Bell, that uh, no, I'm doing my Cliff Clavin impression. Um, <clears throat> no, but there was a, and I'm not as I just know that there was some. I mean, I'm I, I, listen. Contrary to popular belief, I was not alive in the 1930s. But um, <laughs> what? <laughs> no, the, it back in the day, um, studios used to have very exclusive contracts with players. Um, one of them uh, being Joan Crawford when she switched studios was a huge deal. Clark Gable, uh, Marilyn Monroe, all these studios had these people under contract. So they would, and I mean, you, they would fight for their player. They, you know, if they caught somebody from the other studio talking to one of their actors or actresses, it was it was a bad day, and you know, things of that nature. I mean, it wasn't like bloody and all that, but I mean, it was a perfect landscape, kind of the modern landscape for them to use the Trojan War for you know as an allegory to the studio wars of the you know 20s 30s and 40s so so they weren't necessarily like bloody conflicts per se but they were you know violence and whatnot there was i mean there was a lot of intimidation and i mean back then too i mean a lot of it which they didn't go into um a lot of that stuff was um there was mob control like big time mob so you know you know, something that bothered me was, when was this supposed to be? When, what year were they going to? 1937, right? Here's the thing. I think so, yeah. It wasn't Hollywood back then. It was Hollywood land. It was Hollywood land. I like that. I like that they did that. You know, of course, I mean, they're not going to, like, you know, miss that <clears throat> reference. Even I know about Hollywood land. Yeah. So, you know, that that's a pretty big thing. But that thing was the name of the town. Like, it wasn't Hollywood. So, I, I was kind of was... like... Um, don't you have to call it Hollywood land? But anyway. <laughs> so, yeah, so, so the episode starts out, Helena Troy is displaced and she is, uh, she winds up in Hollywood land in 1937 and, uh, just somehow, you know, fortunately winds up in Hollywood on the set of Helena Troy that they're filming at the time and the Helen that they had. And I see, this is another thing that I wonder about. So, uh, the Helen that they had, they couldn't find her. And so one of the studio or, or what was it? They couldn't find her. They couldn't. Uh... I thought it was uh, Hedy Lamar. I thought that's what they said. It was Hedy Lamar. Okay, so okay. it was Hedy Lamar. Okay, not Hedley. Is it not Hedley Lamar? I always thought it was Hedley Lamar. No, Hedley. Here's the thing. That was a joke with Blazing Saddles. Um, Mel Brooks got in trouble by Hedy Lamar. Almost got sued by her because he kept trying to use. He wanted to use that. And there's even a tossaway joke in the middle of the movie where where Brooks is like, "Come on, she won't sue. You're a man." Something like that. Like it was a it was a throwaway joke. That's why he kept 
correcting people when they would call him Hetty. He'd be like, that's Headley. <laughs> so, but which is it? Is it Hetty or Headley? It's Hetty Lamar as the woman. Headley Lamar was the character in Blazing Saddles. Oh. Yeah, and again, it was a joke. It was all it was all meant to be a joke. Uh, at her expense, and she was oh, she was mad about it. Mel Brooks <laughs> talks about it in a bunch of interviews. He he she was not pleased with him. Interesting. So uh, a, a fun little aside, the last company that I worked for was a, a patent data company and uh we uh all of our conference rooms were named after famous inventors and one of our inventors was uh Hedy Lamar. And I still thought at that point it was Hedy Lamar because I had seen Blazing Saddles so many times that like I just assumed that's what it was. No. Yeah, in fact, if you look at Wikipedia, um in fact, I might even be able to show my screen. Um, Hedy Lamar sued Warner Brothers, charging that the film's running parody of her name infringed on her right to privacy. Brooks said he was flattered. The studio settled out of court for a small sum and an apology for almost using her name. Brooks said Lamar never got the joke. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, she sued them over it. I mean, I'm sorry. Some people just can't take a joke. I love Mel Brooks. You know? I, I, man, that man is a. I, I know he's gonna die eventually, but that man is like an American icon. Like he's a treasure. We should hold him and hug him. I'm sorry. He's he just amazing. Die. <clears throat> he can't die until he does Spaceballs to the quest for more money because I Star do Wars believe it. Doing I thought what it is right now. I thought it was Spaceballs the way it is. This is The search for Spaceballs two. That's what he was going to call. Be... He's going to call it Spaceballs three. The search for Spaceballs two. <laughs> that would be perfect. That would be perfect. Absolutely, they did. <laughs> <laughs> Spaceballs three, the search for Spaceballs two. That'd be perfect. That'd be perfect. And, that, and that's classic, you know, Mel Brooks joke. Yeah, so. I, I do. I want him to make so, another parody. So anyway, so. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> I, I think he should. I think it, I think it'd be perfect for the you know the current climate of how we're rebooting everything. There's so much he could say, I, and I know he has a, a an opinion on all this on all the stuff that Hollywood's doing right now. And I'd really like. I think it would be very uh, appreciated by a lot of the movie going audience to see his take on on the way Hollywood and studios are going at the moment. But anyway, that's that's neither here nor there. Uh, let's get back on the episode. So uh, Helen of Troy, she shows up. Studio execs see her and immediately they're like, yep, this is our Helen. Everybody's dropping what they're doing, looking at her. It's it's all, you know, she's, you know, super beautiful and everything. So so not to get too sexist or anything like that, um, you know, because because there, there are a, a lot of very attractive, you know, female actors on this show. Um, do you think that this Helen was like the most stunning person that's ever been on the show before? Because I'm assuming that's what they're going for. Kyle. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> that was perfect. No, <laughs> it's, it's, the, the, the actual thing that I wanted to get into of that is like all the men, right? They had the reaction that uh, that everyone had was was you know they're fighting over, they're starting conflicts and stuff like that. But I did find it interesting though that the the one character that I wanted to see her reaction, Helen. Yeah. Yes. Thank you, Kyle. There's I was one waiting character. for that too. I was waiting for it the whole time. I'm like, yes, all the dudes are going crazy over. Her. I get it. They're all going gaga, right? Because uh, that's that's the whole point of Helen of Troy. She's supposed to be that beautiful. But uh, there's only one character that I really cared about her opinion of Helen, and that was Sarah, and she didn't have a reaction at all. Now, I, I thought they had established that uh, at the very least that Sarah's character was bisexual, but you know, she is. or yeah, and, and she is. But like, 
I, I just assumed that would be something that they would do. And the memes that would come out of that would be, would be ridiculous. Uh, but, <laughs> Which Ross would post for us. <laughs> I know Ross would post them. He's gotten some, he's gotten some, some pretty good traction on some of his, uh, he really has. What is it? Is it uh, mean, mean Monday? Monday. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Katie Lots is Mean Monday, uh, which that, that's why I was I was very surprised because I, I was I was thinking about Mean Monday, Katie Lots's channel, and I was like, this is going to be something on there, and they didn't do that, and I was like, that's kind of weird. Uh, Kyle, do you, do you, why why do you think they just didn't go that route? Uh, it's a good question. I think maybe just because it was a lot more of the male centered uh, problem, I guess. With Helen and not more of a female one, just like from a historical perspective. As yeah. It was, okay. Yeah. 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 Well, Will, what do you, I mean? What do you think? Like it was. I don't know. It, it just seemed like a ripe opportunity to make some jokes and to have you know a couple laughs. Uh, but they, yeah, they just didn't go that route. So I was, I was surprised. What do you, what do you think? I don't think they wanted Sarah. You know, it, it's the easy joke. You know, I guess it really kind of is. It's the easiest joke to make, and they've kind of established that she, you know. While she is a, for lack of a better term, a sexual creature, she's not as bad as the boys when it comes to, you know, oh, no. losing yeah. her mind. So, she's professional and she is yeah. the captain, right? So I, I guess, I guess, if anything, they illustrated there, her ability to command this crew is definitely well, uh, uh, well deserved. <laughs> right. Because <laughs> if anything, she's able to control herself. Yeah. I can see that. I can see that. So, I, I mean, but, uh, I just maybe... thought, I thought it was, I don't think they, I would have liked to have seen it too, but I also think they gave, and this might be something to talk about in a bit. I mean, it seems like with the with the arrival of, uh, oh God, I keep forgetting her name, the new one there. Uh, Sharp? No. Oh, uh, Zari. Uh, Zari. Zari. With the arrival of Zari, she kind of has her voice. She has Sarah's voice in a way, like, before Zarya's arrival, I could totally see Sarah being like, let me take you to this island I know. You know, it just, it feels kind of like Sarah's kind of lost. She's kind of taken the rip role. So they bring huh. Zarya in to take the Sarah role. So Interesting. That's that's a very interesting observation. Yeah, I can see that. So, because Sarah's got to be more focused on the team and the mission, right? Right. And it, it, so, so a lot of times those... Uh, you know, Sarah might have been of the opinion that sorry, we got to take you back to Troy because that's just that's how history rolls. And because she is, uh, you know, determined to to guide the team in the right direction and to make sure that history is restored, uh, she might not look for those other avenues like Zari did. So yeah, yeah, I, I guess you're right. In a way, Zari's kind of taken that sort of uh, um, the rebel. Yes, the rebellious side that Sarah had that she had to kind of shed to keep the team on track. <laughs> because let's face it they're pretty much a train wreck waiting to happen at all times unless <laughs> very unless under a lot of supervision yeah um so so yeah that that yeah that's okay i get that now that makes sense i like that i like that um so so yeah so basically helen comes in she disrupts hollywood uh the the two studios now correct me here i'm trying to remember which studios it was that was fighting over her wasn't it warner hey. brothers and fox no, it wasn't Fox. AG? Yeah. Maybe? I'm wondering if they could use the other uh, studio's names because of licensing and whatnot. Warner Brothers obviously owns all the rights to all this stuff, so they don't really care. But um, yeah, so so it turns out that uh, there, these two these two studios are, are warring over her. 
uh, because you know she's this star and she's going to make all this money, right? right. And uh, and and men go gaga over her, so they're going to try to pull her, you know, anyway. Um, and so the uh, the production gets slowed down a little bit as they go, and uh, as a result, Hedy Lamar is kind of displaced out of history. And so one of the things that I thought was interesting about that was is is her being brought out of the spotlight kind of also dampened her career that she had because she's also an excellent scientist she's a very intelligent woman and uh she uh she does patents on like like internet uh like uh wireless switching like uh, frequency switching and things like that is, is what the you know the backbone of the internet's built off of uh she has some other great patents as well and it was it was neat to see that sort of be brought into the episode where uh as an actress and you know as a successful person she also went into these sciencey things and uh it was it was it was also kind of fun to see uh a victor garber as or jacks as victor garber <laughs> you know gush over her yeah. uh in that way but it, but the the side effect of her being brought out uh affected the wave rider too because of the what do they call it temporal this uh, Displasia, like that. I don't know. Yeah, temporal dysplasia. That's what we'll call it. TM, temporal dysplasia. You heard it here first on Legends of Tomorrow. Trademark that stuff. Uh, we'll get patent our pending, patent pending, patent pending. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so yeah, the Wave Rider comes out, and now it's it's uh, they're unable to use it to jump around, which was uh, which was a pretty neat little story element they had in there. Um, and so the 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 legends they go down and uh, they're at this. It was a fundraising party. Yeah, I think so. Um, I'm trying to remember exactly uh, what it was, or just like a party to show off uh, Helen. Yeah, yeah, some studio party. You know how they do this. Uh, I think it was a studio party. It actually. was her coming out. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And in typical Legends fashion, uh, they start a fight at this party, and I think they started a fight in every episode based off of something similar where they all go and try to like be all incognito and stuff and then end up causing a massive ruckus can someone correct me if i'm wrong on that i i think you're right i definitely (laughs) have to go back and uh re-watch all the episodes i i think especially at a bar i swear i swear it feels like every episode yes they're either at a bar or a party or something i'm gonna go with that i'm gonna say yes yeah i know for the first episode like when they were in 1975 they were in a bar, and then I think they did start that fight, too. Survey yeah. says. There you go. Yes! Yay! We didn't yes! get an X. Awesome. No, maybe Teddy Salad. What was... Oh, I'm trying to remember this. No, we'll do that later. There's a Steve Harvey joke. <laughs> um, Mine was uh, a family guy. <laughs> yeah, well... Uh, yeah, so then there, there's there's a huge fight over here, but like you know, honestly, that that was an interesting storyline, and we'll talk about like uh, Azari and how she kind of affected that at the end. Uh, but I, I really want to talk about the Freaky Friday storyline they had going on because I was blown away this episode by uh, okay, let me look up his name right quick because I want to give credit where credit is due. <laughs> uh, I did Franz, Franz, Hans, and Franz, Hans Liebken. No, not Hans and Franz. They want to bump you up. Oh, um, up. You <laughs> up. Uh, sorry about this live show. Just give me a moment here. I think his name is, is Fran, Franz. Yeah, yeah. Franz. Uh, Franz. Franz Drama. Yeah. Or drama. Yeah. He's very I, British. Yes. And he 
blew me out of the water this episode. He mm-hmm. captured Victor Garber perfectly. He really did. It was I was I was shocked at how awesome he did playing uh, uh, Doctor Stein. And granted, because Victor Art, you know, Victor Garber's a different guy, but like by his him playing Doctor Stein was just absolutely pitch perfect. And if anybody had any question about about this dude's acting chops, they can throw them out the window right now because he was just absolutely perfect. Like it was it was it was astonishing to me how well he emulated that character. Uh Kyle, what what did you think, man? Like were you were you blown away as much as I was? Because I was too. I was also trying to I was also being like he really does those pauses in between that as much as I as he does. And I'm like, huh. All right. So he's kind of got a little bit of Captain Kirk in him. That's fine. Um, um, he, yeah, he, he definitely, he. I can't think of the words right now. It's, I'm. It's it's mind blowing, right? It's it's yeah. absolutely astonishing. Like it he was captured. He captured Stein yes. really well. Yes. Yeah. They distilled Stein into a liquid, and Franz drank it, and he was he was, he was Stein that whole episode. Yeah. But Will, what what did you think, man? Were were you as blown away as, as me and Kyle? Yeah, I was, of course. I mean, you know, who knew that he had that in him? I certainly didn't. Um, you know, I mean, I did, not that I think he's a bad actor or anything, but I mean, you know, he's kind of been relegated to this whole, you know, like millennial yo gray type of thing. To be able to kind of bust his chops, you know, show his chops a little bit was worthwhile. You know, and Garber, of course, did, you know, as best he could with Jax, but he actually looked a little out of his element, really, and, you know, restricted. I so mm-hmm. I was going to say the same thing. Like, it, it was, and, and you're absolutely right, Will. Like, uh, uh, Jax really hasn't, or, or uh, Franz, as Jax, hasn't had an opportunity, really, to, like, you know, go deep with character, like, you know, exploit his acting chops. Like, the, the, uh, the more um, serious... And kind of, uh, you know, uh, heavy like racially driven episodes. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, but but the, those were that's where he he get to have that heavy lifting and those emotional and like uh, like the, the you know the, the slavery episode we talked about last season. Like you know he, he got to kind of like you know put some more emotion and stuff in in, in those. Um, but like really, yeah, he's just been kind of like that millennial kind of you know, uh, not really a lot of 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 weight to a lot of the situations that he's been in so he hasn't been able to really like throw his acting chops out there but uh but yeah the, the guy's great and he's brilliant but yeah like victor though victor garber didn't really sell me on jacks and i don't know if that was just me but like it's maybe it's just an old dude trying to play a young guy <laughs> and it just didn't work but victor garber you know he, he's gotten a lot of opportunity to show his acting chops in the show but that's just one type of character that i don't think he was able to really convey as well as some of the other stuff that he's done. Um, what do you guys think on that, though? Like, it, it, I just, I don't know. I, I, I'm curious as to your opinions on how you think that, uh, that Victor did versus Jax. Or well, Franz, well Victor's really good. Don't get me wrong. I mean, if you watch mm-hmm. Alias, and then you watch Titanic, and then you watch Legends of Tomorrow, which are probably his three biggest roles that well, you would Sicario. remember. Which one? He was in Sicario. What the hell is Sicario? You haven't seen Sicario? No. Vinny Villeneuve? Oh, Bill. Guys, what's 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 Oh, dude, you, you had to see Sicario. Sicario is a. Be- Denis Villeneuve. Uh, he did the new Blade Runner. <laughs> <laughs> well, he hasn't uh, even seen the new Blade Runner either. 
Oh, you hadn't seen the new Blade Runner? Because I ain't got eight oh. hours to spend in the theater. I'm waiting until it comes out. It's three. It's fine. <laughs> I, yeah, I'm not saying I'm not saying that like that was like his standout role. You're probably right about the other ones, but like, well, no, I... I'm just saying that those those three are the ones most people would know. Like, Alias was huge. Yeah. Titanic was huge. Legends, well, it's our show, so we're gonna we're gonna pimp that. But uh, you know, I mean, th- from those three, he does have three. It's not like Jack Nicholson, who pretty much plays Jack Nicholson. You know, or he has yeah. He has three different styles in each one of those. So, you know, especially Alias, he's very intense. He's dark and he's moody and it's kind of great, actually. So he's capable of it. He has a depth to his ability, to his acting chops. I do think you hit something, though. He's like an old guy trying to play a kid and that automatically comes off as your dad trying to say the word cool. It never sounds good. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. I'm reminded of the of the meme that you see where it's Steve Buscemi wearing like a, a a metal band T-shirt with a hat on backwards and a skateboard on his shoulder, and he's like, "What's up, fellow kids? How's it going?" <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, like oh, I completely Steve agree. Like like Victor Garber, he's got a, he's got a great range and he's done some great roles, but that's just one that he can't pick up. No, he no. just could not do it. Yeah, it was but, decent, but it wasn't. It, it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't. It wasn't the best. His best. There were moments that it that it that I was like, okay, but overall, like Franz, like he blew that out of the water. Like that was so good. And there were only moments of Victor's performance where he was playing Jacks, where I was kind of like, ah, eh, that's kind of Jacks. Most of it was just like, like, like Will said, it's it's like your dad trying to say cool. <laughs> but um, but yeah, so we have a situation. Uh, where, you know, the, the as we knew beginning, this was, I think, the first or second episode where we found out that uh, Victor Garber is going to be leaving to go on Broadway just because of scheduling. He won't be able to, to join the role. So we're going to try and isolate uh, the character of Firestorm into a single entity. And, uh, of course, Ray stepping up to the plate to help. And uh, we talked last week about how they were kind of going behind Dr. Stein's back to do this, which seemed kind of out of character. But... Um, so they, they eventually brought Dr. Stein in and Ray comes up with a serum to try and uh, isolate the, uh, the, the, I guess, the separate identities of the Firestorm Matrix into one person. And of course, it results in this Freaky Friday situation. And uh, it's. What, what do you what do you what, what's your take on that, uh, Will? Do you think like this is something are they going to have multiple iterations of them going through these different kind of scenarios to try and isolate this Firestorm Matrix into one of these characters, uh, specifically Jax? Or is this going to be like a one shot kind of deal and, and we're going to find some cure all method for them to go ahead and, uh, you know, fix the problem? Because I, I see this as this. I don't know if this is going to be a B plot for several episodes, but so far it's been the B plot for two episodes in a row. So I'm curious as to where you guys think this is going to go. So we'll let you start off. Do you think this is going to be uh, every episode's B plot until they get the problem solved? Or is it going to be uh, something they're just going to fix and then Victor is just going to be gone? With the exception of next week, not this week, but next week with the uh, with the crossover. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think this is going to ride up until probably just after the mid-season break. Um, he may stick around for the Constantine Epps, but I think they're going to find a way. Because it's been the B-plot, I think it's going to be sooner than later he's going to be out. Um, I think what they'll end up doing is they'll end up splitting him, 
And then during the off season, they'll find someone else to pair him with so that they don't, because if you, part of maintaining cost control has been keeping them separate. Well, if Jax is the only one who can be Firestorm, why in the hell wouldn't he be Firestorm all the time? You know, so you can't, you've got to have that MacGuffin, that, that device to keep them separate so that in essence, they can keep the cost down because Firestorm is hella expensive. So, well, speaking of cost, uh, I, I think you're right, but like, you know, we, we have Zari now who's moved on as a, a regular on the series. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think that because I'm, I'm sure Victor, being a, a seasoned professional actor, has got to be more expensive than, say, Zari, who may not have as much professional experience, right? Um, so removing Victor, adding Zari, there's still a but they added a, a McDonough too, case. they added McDonough and his daughter, so they might have got the three for one. And that is true. That is true. Um, so, so you think there will be a second partner for Firestorm? I think they'll. I think that'll be a be that buys them another plot for like three or four episodes, either at the end of this season or at the start of the next. Like they'll try okay. it, and then all of a sudden he'll start to degrade, and they'll have to figure something out. Gotcha. Well, well Kyle, what do you think? Do you think this is something that they're going to try and uh, stretch it out over several episodes, or is this going to be like a one shot sort of Freaky Friday deal, and we're done? Because they didn't make sequels to Freaky Friday, did they? No, as far as I know. I Thank mean, God. they made Freaky Friday, and then they made Freaky Friday. No, I the think remake. they did make a set. They, I think they did make a sequel, but it wasn't like uh, a total sequel. It was a uh, Freaky Monday. Yeah, there was something. <laughs> there was some. It was actually the father and the son switched, and oh. and then I think that was actually like father like son with Dudley Moore and Kirk Cameron or something. I I don't know. I'm Kirk Cameron. Oh yes, <laughs> somebody show les Miz, Brian. Yes, guess who's playing Jean Valjean? Kirk Cameron. <laughs> Kirk Cameron, Stewie, eh? We got Stewie here. <laughs> yes, yes. Sorry, I, that's, 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 the, that's the one impression I can do like pretty pretty good. That's really good. <laughs> yes, thank you, Kyle. I, I shall say, when my people come and conquer this planet, you shall be among the protected lists. Uh, but anyway, Kyle, yeah, so so give us your thoughts. Um. <laughs> I deserve that. That was terrible. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Um, I love this. So I, I think it's. I think it's gonna last over a couple episodes, but I don't think it's gonna be every single episode that they're gonna do. Um, okay, so, so it'll, gonna, be... it'll be okay. it'll be dragged out, but it won't be like okay, what are we gonna do this episode? And now what's gonna be the next episode? It's gonna be this episode, episode, episode. Now it's this episode. Oh, they'll send him home. Yeah, you're right. They'll send him home. They'll, like he'll be like they can write him off for a week and say he's at his daughter's. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's true. that way it's just not repetitive all the time. Yeah, yeah. Um so speaking of 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 Firestein, Firestorm, let's talk about Firestein. Uh, so <laughs> otherwise known as Elf Yourself. Elf yeah. <laughs> this is this is the first time that we've seen old man Stein as Firestorm. And I, I don't know, I thought it was pretty neat. It was oh. a terrible effect. It looked like Elf Yourself. It really did. Sure, sure. <laughs> Not saying that it didn't, but uh, <laughs> again, like you know, you, you gotta think. You gotta think of Victor Garber. He's he's a he's a talented, seasoned actor, and he's always been in the head of Firestorm. And you know, he, he's a, he's an older man, and you, you gotta. I don't know. I just gotta think. Like if I, you know, if I'm this seasoned, like I'm a Broadway player. I've done several, you know, well acclaimed roles, uh, and I've always played, you know, done well in serious parts, you know, all this kind of stuff. 
And then they're saying, okay, we want you to shoot invisible fire at these two people over here. <laughs> and then you're thinking, it's like, oh, God. But oh, he didn't. That's just it. Like, it's obvious that they superimposed his face over somebody else. Like, is that what? They, okay, okay, so so when you say Elfrid, that's what you're talking about. They, they they stuck his face on somebody else. Yeah, it's so it's bad. Like okay, okay. I don't think so. I, I think it looked. I think it looked fine, but it's also because they never had Stein as Firestorm, so it's going to look weird. Yeah, and I was looking at the costume specifically because cost, I was trying to. The see... costume was a little bit more tight fitting because uh, Victor Garber's. Is, it seemed he's, different. It seemed he's, different. He's not. He's not a th- as thin as Franz. Yeah, and that's what I wanted to figure out. Uh, that's what I wanted to ask you guys about was whether or not you thought that they created a new costume for Victor, or if they used the same costume, uh, or if it was like uh, like Will saying, if it was a body double that was in there and they just like superimposed Victor Garber's face on top of it, yeah, like that. Because looking at it, it looked different to me. So, Kyle, what do, what do you think? I, I think it, I think it was they made one for him specifically. I don't think they used the one that they already had, because okay. th- those are they usually look different, right? Yeah, those are usually measured to those actors' uh, body types. Yeah. Um. So I I don't think they use the same one. It it does it, again. It does look weird because we're not used to seeing Stein as Firestorm, so it is going to look weird. But so I, is I'm it sure Firestein or Steiner Storm. You know, I like Steiner Storm. I like Steiner Fiery Steiner Storm. Fiery Steiner Storm. Yeah, but has it happened? It's it has to have happened in the comics, right? Yeah, I think it's happened once or twice. Okay. Well, here, hold on. So, I'm doing this here. I'm going to show you guys this. Like, this is actually the Twitter here, so I might have to pull myself out. All right. Oh, you can share screen. I'll yeah, hold on a second. Cool. So I'll pull myself out, but you won't be able to hear me. So Kyle, I'm gonna pull you out. <laughs> All right. <laughs> And Bye, uh, Kyle. I'm sorry. All right, so here it is in the broadcast. So as you can see here, all right, and I should zoom in. Yeah, click on click on that uh, thingamabob and this em- is great. It. Okay, I guess I can't do that very well. You well, can't embiggen it. No, I don't. Right, hold on a second here. This is great. This is incredible podcasting. <laughs> and we're live thank you for joining us here on legends tv talk as we try actually do uh control plus control plus or command plus yeah just command plus the crap out of it until it's like super huge all right damn it now it's on a part where but i'm trying to show how bad it was and now i'm going to google search. i remember at one point looking at it going like ah, eh, that looks kind of sketch uh but like i was looking at what, what plus and minus signs what are you doing I accidentally closed it. <laughs> Don't judge me. All right, there it is. Look at that. That is terrible. Like where his face is. He's like shying away from it. Like he's like, Aah. yeah. It's just it wasn't very good. So I, I'm gonna put him back in now. Okay. So you know, put Kyle back in because you know I'm sure he's he's making faces at me. <laughs> Hi Kyle, welcome back. Where'd you go? Hi Kyle, welcome back to Legends TV Talk. Ah. If you're just joining us, which you just are, although you've been here previously, Will was saying how crappy it looked. So, Will, continue your thoughts. Let us know. Well, I just, I did. I thought it was a really crappy effect. I think I even said it during the live tweeting, which we try to do during every episode, by the way. So, you know, tell your friends. But uh, Yeah, absolutely. Check us out at Legends, <laughs> T- no, Let's Just Talk TV right. on Twitter. Because I do try to live tweet, unless Kyle's going to be around this week. So, I will be around. 
Oh. I I'll be around. We'll we'll talk later. About yeah, that. we'll we'll figure out. I Somebody will be live tweeting during. I, the oh, episode. you got oh, <laughs> Hey, it's guy. Who's got two thumbs and a date? You do. <laughs> I know, right? She I, said yes. I thought I they told you not to come back to the school for the blind and the deaf. Oh. <laughs> Isn't Anne no, Frank like the headmistress word. there? No, wait. Did I get them confused again? <laughs> where's the Where's the rim shot or the? <laughs> Thank you, Kyle. There we go. Well, I'm your, I'm your resonant soundboard when it's not working. I'm, yeah, uh, I'm right. like that guy from uh, Police Academy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hey, Charlie Moore joined. Charlie! Uh, I don't know if Charlie's still here. I hope he is. He didn't comment. But, I told uh, him to comment. Yeah, I know. Uh, Charlie is an excellent musician. He is one of the most talented dudes that I know personally. Uh, and I know a lot of talented dudes. And also he does uh, our, our, our bumpers uh, and outro music, our bumpers and our outro music. And he is incredibly talented. I'm going to I'm going to put a plug not at the end of the show right now. Go to SoundCloud.com slash Charlie Bach and check out his stuff because it is absolutely amazing. He's a very talented musician. And we're playing Return of the Mac because Charlie Bach's the Mac. <laughs> he did not write that, though. <laughs> Let's face it. <laughs> All right. So so the opinion is that uh, uh, Firestein is... Uh, that's Firestein, sir. <laughs> it's Firestein. Frankenstein. <laughs> we're going back to Mel Brooks. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, it all comes back around. It all comes back around here. Let's tomorrow. And uh, it all comes back on Legends TV Talk. So, yeah, we're talking about Firestein and our opinions thereof. And uh, <laughs> this one seems like it was kind of an interesting choice. Uh, I, I kind of liked it because it was different. It was neat. It was kind of weird to see, like, old man Steen. Or, or <laughs> it's Stein. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> as the, as the, as the, the Firestorm component. Because it's like, you know, usually you have Jax out there and he's doing the physical stuff. And Stein's like, dude, here's the, here's the, the really smart tactical stuff you need to do because i'm a smart super genius guy but in in the reverse roles stein's like i'm doing it and Jax is like moral support which was kind of neat to me like it was it was was you could do this i believe in you and it was instead of like being uh tactics and uh you know sciencey kind of things on how to like defeat these situations it was more of a triumph of you know mind over matter kind of thing when when Jax was inside the head giving the support uh, because you know Jax has been there, and Jax knows the limitations of the Firestorm Matrix when you're in that persona, and so he's able to tell Stein, you know, what he needs to hear in order to defeat them. Um, I, I think that's something they missed. I think that's a part of the boat that they missed too. Um, now it, it's going to allow them to separate the Matrix and be okay, but by not going to Firestorm's power set of being able to transmute, you know, elements from one to another, like the which whole. I don't think they've ever done in this series. I have think they? they did it once. Yeah. They, well, they did the crossover. And they did the crossover. Right. They also did it. They also did it in season two when uh, it was one of the final episodes of the season. Uh, they turned it into jelly beans. Right. Whatever the arc. And that's true. That's but, true. So it's like three times. His primary power in the comics is that transmuting stuff. And the whole reason Stein was in his head was Stein would be like, "You need to create salt." Uh, three, you know, three elements of nitrogen, two elements of chlorine, you know, and he would sit there and be like, you know, you need water, two ox- hydrogen and oxygen elements. You know, he, he would give him the formulas to be able to transmute that stuff. Okay, neat. And so, you know, obviously, so when they split off and Ronnie Raymond was by himself, 
he stopped transmuting stuff because he didn't. He had to go to college, <laughs> so he was in college learning about physics and learning about how the the makeup of elements, so that he could use the firestorm powers the way he was supposed to. So well, that's interesting. You bring that up, will that? Because that 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 seems yeah, it seems like a failed opportunity because they haven't really gone into that. They just talked about. It's basically been like, come on, Jax, you can transmute this into stuff, and right? So he just does it. Yeah, interesting. Um. So so so. Ah, that, it, it seems like that's a, that's a missed opportunity. They could go back and maybe, yeah, if they focus more on the transmutation aspect, which I guess is probably a, you know another expensive effect they don't really want to you know mess with. It's also one of those you know magical MacGuffins that can fix anything. Where it's like, why don't you just transmute all the Dominators into cotton candy? Ah, uh, but they, uh, in <laughs> the books it used to be he can't do anything organic. Oh, so that was a limitation. Yeah. God, now, it, 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 in the newer that. books, it's not the case anymore. But in the original, that was how they got around that. He, he couldn't, like, he couldn't turn people to salt. He couldn't change things. So, uh, okay. and then with Deathstorm, when he changed, uh, uh, what's his face is Jason Roush's girlfriend into salt, like, in front of his eyes. That was, you know, what what, what is he like? Lot's wife, kind of. Kind of. Sorry. No, it was during the Blackest Night crossover. Deathstorm comes, you know, comes in, and it's Ronnie Raymond. He takes and then Jason. They all go together. Yeah, he takes Jason Rush and puts him in his head as the as the backseat driver for Stein. And then he's like, "Go ahead, try not to think about what salt is made of, but you know, you think about it, and I'll be able to turn her into salt. But don't think about what the components of salt are." And sure enough, <laughs> Rush starts thinking about the components of salt. Ronnie turns his girlfriend into salt right in front of him. It was it was huge. If you haven't read Blackest Night, read it. It's it's classic. Oh, and then yeah. Brightest Day. Yeah, it was where they have to where they ha- yeah. I like Brightest Day because that's where they also have to, um, you know, work together. Right. Just Blackest yeah. Night was so scary and awesome, and there was dead people and mm-hmm. I mean it was tragic with Ralph and Sue. Like they teased Ralph and Sue, and then you know, because again, I'm yeah, an el- I'm was- an elegated man fan from way back so you know bringing ralph and sue out and then being like nope we're not bringing them back sorry i was like oh <laughs> so we have a couple other additional musings from this episode i loved how there was the uh the joke that they had talking about brendan ralph uh, he's like you got the face for movies your profile is perfect kid you know you should come to me and <laughs> of course you know referencing the fact that brendan ralph was uh in fact superman right for one <laughs> superman movie which I thought he did a great job as Christopher Reeve playing Superman. Yeah. But that I movie thought that sucked. Movie, it sucked. <laughs> I'm it sorry. Brendan Routh. It's not no. Brendan Routh's fault. No, it isn't. Yeah, it yeah, isn't. Yeah, it's not Brendan Routh's fault. It's the no. fault of the people who decided to rehash the plot from the first Superman and uh, just, just do it again like no one ever thought about that. Oh, no, all. no, no. And I'll raise another point on that. Name me okay. one time Superman, whose real power is basically to throw a punch, threw a punch. Punches. He didn't punch anything or things. anyone. He picked up a kryptonite rock. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know what? And he stalked his girlfriend. He hung outside her place. He used his super yeah. hearing and spied on her. And yeah, yeah, that was great. Great idea. But you know, the weirdest thing about that is like Superman and all the Christopher Reeve movies never killed anybody, right? Right. Uh, Say what you will about Zack Snyder's Man of Steel. Uh, that's a completely different topic of discussion. I'm not even talking about that. Okay. But um, Superman's kid threw a grand piano at a dude. Yes. I don't care who you are. If someone throws a grand piano at you, you are dead. Yes. Superman's yeah. kid 
killed somebody. Yeah. And that's just weird to me. That's just weird to me. Brick killed a Not guy. Only because it's a child <laughs> killing. <laughs> Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> Rick, I've been meaning to tell you about this. You may want to lay low for a while. You may be wanted for murder. <laughs> <laughs> yes, points on the board. Excellent. No, uh, but I mean, it was it was definitely. <laughs> yeah, and, and, you know, and then you think about the fact that Christopher Reeve was, or not Christopher Reeve, Brandon Routh was playing like stalkery Superman. And with what we now know about Kevin Spacey, I'm kind of wondering if he kind of based yeah. part of his character off Kevin Spacey. It's like, what would Kevin Spacey do in this position? He would stand there and yeah, listen. Yeah, like his Lex Luthor is the <laughs> antithesis to Superman, so maybe he's like studying Spacey to kind of like figure out like some of that weird, creepy shit like wore off on him. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, we shouldn't joke about uh, that. No, but, we shouldn't. Uh, Definitely not. Yeah. I mean, it's, it does you know, raise I, a question. I, I laugh. <laughs> oh, sorry, go on. What's that question? No, no. Well, the, I was going to say right. I laugh so I don't cry, but go ahead. I love the usual suspects. I love American Beauty. I my, one of my favorite Saturday sick movies is The Negotiator. Like I love Kevin Spacey flicks, and I don't know that I'm allowed to do that anymore. <laughs> you know, I I, I really <laughs> wish I, I had an opportunity to read the article. I was uh, I was at work today and it was busy, and so I, I didn't <coughs> get a chance to see it. But I saw the headline uh, scroll by, and it was talking specifically about. Uh, these artists that we've seen with these allegations pop up to them. Uh, Woody Allen specifically is what this one was talking about. Uh, and it was saying, what do we do with the art of monsters? Wow, interesting. These people have created art. Yeah. And a lot of people appreciate that art. But when you find out that that person is not who you thought they were, and they actually are not a good person, they're, they have despicable habits, whatever it may be, how do you respond to the art that they've created? That's you know, an interesting it, question. I have no answer. Yeah, yeah, and I have no answer either. I unfortunately didn't get a chance to read the article, but, uh, but, but yeah, that you know, that's a question you got to ask yourself. It's like, is it okay to disassociate the art that one creates from that person themselves? Uh, you know, that's it's it's it, that's a topic for another discussion. Right. That's a shenanigans episode. Like super Sorry. heavy. Yeah. This is a shenanigans episode. We'll, we'll 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 circle back on that. We'll come out. Maybe we'll release a special episode where we talk about that because I know we we brought this up a couple times because these allegations right. are everywhere and they now personally if uh not personally but they now impact our shows do the allegations against Andrew Kreisberg. So right. uh and and you know we as fans of this CW TV verse now are, are, are kind of having to deal with that like Kreisberg and his situation it's like well what do we do with with the art that he's created these shows that we enjoy like how you know how are we as as you know sympathetic human beings supposed to respond to that so maybe we'll, we'll go on a side we'll go into that and I'm sorry to bring everybody down and be all you know serious and stuff but um so uh so so yeah a couple other things here about this episode uh to completely like transition that horribly into <laughs> back into Legends TV talk um so we have uh we, we we have a very interesting aspect we mentioned it earlier uh sarah as she moves more into a rip kind of role commanding the team and making sure that the job gets done there is this avenue now for another character to step up and take care of the role of the person who is going to um realize that sometimes it's less important to fix history and it's more important to help people and that is exactly what we saw this episode. We have Zari come in, and you, you, you got to think about the situation that Hell of Troy is in. Nobody wanted to go back to that kind of situation where people are literally killing each other over her. 
And uh, so Zari finds out that history is not impacted by her leaving midway through the Trojan War. Uh, And so as a result of this, she decides to take her to Themyscira. 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 So uh, this is going to be something... I want to speculate on this. This is something I want to speculate about. First, I'll talk about the first bit and, uh, you know, screw it. We're just going to go into speculation. And then there's two things we want to talk about tonight. I want to talk about this one and then we'll talk about the big one that's coming up soon. So I think it's time for some speculation. It's time for speculation with Bell Will. All right. So we have a big thing we want to talk about speculation this week, but the first thing I want to talk about is a little bit, a little bit smaller, but it has some big implications in the universe overall. First off, that is Themyscira shows up in the Legends universe. Oh God! Oh, that is your anachronism, isn't it? It is. (laughs) Themyscira. Themyscira. You may yeah. you may do what they did in the seventies, sir, if you'd like to call it Paradise Island. Paradise Island. <laughs> Damn, there we go. All right, so Paradise Island shows up <laughs> in the Legends. <laughs> I'm no good with Greek. It's all Greek to me. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> so this uh, two questions that I have about this. I <clears throat> my uh, two questions. First question is, and this is this is this is the softball question. How the hell does Zari know about Paradise Island? Kyle, fill <coughs> me in. Well, um, two things. Uh, first one, I think, is what majorly it is. It's uh, Gideon. Okay. Um, I think she just talked to Gideon about where could I, you know, leave Helen and not have a real good, have a real impact on the timeline. <clears throat> so Gideon told her about the mascara. Second is, I think maybe somewhere in the future uh, Wonder Woman Diana Prince exists because that's the only time we ever hear or that's the only thing that makes sense or you know writers just wanted to do something with it <laughs> yes and so so yeah that's the thing right like we, we, we if Paradise Island and yes I'm going to continue calling it that because screw <laughs> that other word uh <laughs> Yeah, Themyscira. Themyscira. There we go. Themyscira. 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 That's okay, so good in the intro next week. Go on. <laughs> <laughs> so Themyscira exists. That means Wonder Woman has to exist. And so if Wonder Woman exists in Legends, like like Kyle said, is she in the future? Because Zari seems to be the only person to get this idea. So so Will, what do you think? I mean, like, so where is Wonder Woman? Does she exist? And uh, how did Zari know about her? I think that what we're seeing here, I don't think it's an accident. I think with the success of uh, Superman and Supergirl, I think what we're going to see now is a DC loosening the reins. They realize that because they can have Flash now in the DCEU or whatever they're calling it now and the TV show, that the edict that said, you know, you can't use the big, you can't use the Trinity, you can't use Suicide Squad, you can't use these people we want to make movies with, I think that's going away. 
you know, we've mentioned Wayne now in Arrow and now Diana Prince in, or, you know, the mascara in Legends. I don't think we're, and I, I'm sure we're going to see a Green Lantern on Flash at some point. But I think going forward, I think they're going to gently work, you know, like with what they're doing with Supergirl, they work the Legend or the Legion flight ring into an episode as a throwaway. Then they bring Monel in. Now, Brainiac 5, Saturn Girl, and we're going to get the Legion. So I think what we're seeing here is they're starting to pepper the Trinity through through there. They will probably keep Superman on Earth 2 or 3. Or, what's that? 38. On Earth, they'll probably keep Superman on Earth 38. And I could see them using Wonder Woman and Bruce Wayne here, you know, in a diminished capacity as... You know, I I personally would rather see Dick Grayson than Bruce Wayne, but that's just me. But I, I think that's what we're looking at here is I think they're starting to synergize the movies and the TV. So interesting. Yeah. So then you think this is this is a stepping stone, much like you said, the Legion flight ring. And then we had Monel. This could be just a, a casual reference drop. And then all of a sudden we're going to see Amazonians. Yep, I do. And I think and that's it. If we get a season four. Wonderful. Yep. I think if we get a season okay. four. That could be really neat. I yeah, you know, I, I agree. It was like way out of the blue that that this came in. I was very surprised that the mask. Paradise Island. No, no, I'm gonna do it. The mascria, the mascara. God, why? The mascara. Anti-disestablishmentarianism. Yeah, I can do those words. Uh, anachronism, cataclysm, anti-disestablishmentarianism. But you Themyscira. I like imaginary at me, and I can't. I can't. Themyscira. Can you say epiphany? Epiphany. There you go. That's Greek. I can say all words that are real. Oedipus. <laughs> Oedipus. Tempest fugits. Tempest fugits. Yeah. Themyscira. Words I know. Themyscira. 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 The mascara. Can't you just say the mascara? Yeah, just say the mascara. Okay, so so uh, there there was a brand of pants called uh, Savane, like S A V A G N E or something like that that Screw I had like growing up. Life. And I, <laughs> <laughs> yes, Stephen, yes. Uh, <laughs> I used to never be able to pronounce the name of those pants, and then my mom, uh, you know, the share song. And again, we're share neutral here at uh, DC TV Talk. No, uh, I hate share, so but go on. <laughs> Yeah. Wait, 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 wait. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Back that trade up. Did you oh, just say okay. did you just say that share song, you're so vain? Is it not share? It's I'm, not, out. It's not. I'm out. I'm out. I'm out. I'm done. I screwed I'm up. I'm screwed up. I'm leaving. I'm out. Share. I always thought that was share. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> who is that? I, I don't know who sings that song. It's it's an older song. It's not it's not. Oh my, my god. Dude, Carly Simon. That's what I said. I said Carly Simon. <laughs> I'm I'm pretty uh, sure there was something like that. There's zero evidence. There's zero evidence that I said anything other than Carly Simon. That's uh, recorded. <laughs> no, it's not. No. I'm oh, gonna I'm going to freaking right isolate now. this. Put it on Hold the on. website. It's going to be like when you go to Twitter. That's what... <laughs> Will, so, you're old. I'm going to say that Cher at one point did a cover of that. I would say she did not. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to talk to Cher because I know her personally, even though I'm Cher neutral. 
Um, like you're so vain. It was it was about James Taylor. Like <laughs> no, this this is this is one of those things. Have you ever heard of uh uh God? What are they like Nelson Mandela moments? What is it? Uh, oh my God, you are just taking it. <laughs> it's, it's called the Mandela effect. I I don't even know. I don't even know what you guys are talking. I about. don't right. either. <laughs> <laughs> the Mandela effect is a psychological phenomenon. Basically, it's talking about parallel universes, and 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 what it what it is is like a lot of people uh, they they have this idea where they think about here's a, here's a very common one that's kind of in the nerd sphere. Uh, there was a Shazam movie in the early '90s starring Shaquille O'Neal. No, that was Kazam. Exactly, that was Kazam. Exactly. Uh, it's it's a uh, it, it's it's a thing where no sorry uh, uh not not starring Shaquille O'Neal starring uh uh Sinbad or something like no, that. no it was Shaquille it's, O'Neal it was Kazam yeah right 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 but what I'm saying is like there are these it's it's these things where people swear that something happened like the Mandela effect gets its name from the fact that people thought that Nelson Mandela died in prison and this is a wide reaching idea and belief that people that people thought this and also uh, like Barry the Ed Frank Helen Keller thing. Like where people reverse the Yeah, two, yeah. Which I do all the similar, time. Just, just to make people feel stupid. <laughs> yeah. And, and and so uh like like Berenstein Bears is is one of those things where like people think it's like the Bearstein Bears or something like that. Uh and it's it's called the Mandela effect because the, the reason why it, it, it exists, period, is because uh all these people have these collective memories that are wrong. And so therefore they're peering into other dimensions or whatnot and pulling these facts out of their head because they're alternate personas in that dimension there's like sort of like cross pollination going on okay cool yeah okay i don't know what that was oh here we go yeah yeah that's that's exactly yeah uh that's that's one of the things What's that? There's another one. I don't hear nothing. No, it's Luke. I am your father. You realize huh? none of us are hearing that. What are you saying? Are you having a stroke? Bell, if you're having no, a I'm stroke, not. just oh, raise am your I, hand. Am I playing this? I'm playing this? I thought this was you guys. Holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. that's hilarious wow i didn't realize that i was playing music will i thought you were playing this this wow that's wow wow yeah <laughs> do we need to get you medical assistance are you okay sir, I've had sir like are you okay Call four strokes today. I, the, that was playing through my audio i don't know why it wasn't playing through your full audio though it was playing in your headphones well in any event oh, sir should we get back really to loud. speculation because we're already at an hour yeah okay. <laughs> Yeah, we, we, yeah, okay. Anyway, the Mandela <laughs> effect is the thing. Look it up. Uh, that's that's my share, uh, your Sylvain story. But uh, yeah, I can't pronounce that word. A moniker that my mom told me was the song "You're So Vain." The, the pants are called Sylvain, so I can pronounce it now. To bring that thirty-minute segue to a close, uh, <laughs> let's talk about the real thing that happens here. Uh, next week, everybody's excited about it. The whole internet's you know gone crazy about it. Uh, let's talk about. Earth X crossover time. Uh, we, we've seen the trailer. Everybody's photos and the, the wedding video that we have going on. So we get our first look at a lot of these, uh, you know, Nazi super soldiers and whatnot in Earth X, which is a the 53rd Earth. They decide to come down to our Earth and bust up 
the the one place where I don't know why the heck you would attack this place of all places in the world where like every superhero in this entire multiverse is gathered together. Uh, but whatever they did. And now we're going to have a, a crisis on Earth X. Uh, Kyle, are you excited? Tell me your thoughts. What's going on, man? I'm excited for it. I'm also excited to see what Mick is going to do next to <laughs> Director Singh. Because <laughs> in some of the promotional videos, he's just, he's, he's, Singh is literally just looking at Mick and he's just, he's just like, huh? And I'm like, oh, he's going to rec- he's going to totally recognize him. And he'd be like, why are you going to be at this wedding? <laughs> I, mean, I, I can't wait for it. He's also drinking a beer. And, <clears throat> oh, yeah. and so far, Mick has had some of the best lines in the trailer. He's like, best wedding ever. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, Crabber goons. Best ever. I'm like, yes. Yes. Even even outside of Legends, he's got good uh, good lines. Oh, yeah. Mixed quote of the week for that episode is going to be brilliant. Uh-huh. Well, it's going to have to be uh, across all four episodes. <laughs> What's that? What's up? Huh? What did you say, Will? No, I was just like, it's going to have to be across all four episodes. <laughs> His quotes. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. So, 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 Will, what are your first impressions upon seeing the trailer? I'm sorry, sir. I work in IT. I don't do impressions. It's an airplane joke. Hey, oh, that's Melbourne's joke. Uh, all right. Um, I thought it was pretty good. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I think I'm looking forward to it a little bit more than the Dominators. Um, some of the things that that are really kind of great is they've. This is the first time they've acknowledged that there's only 52 Earths. So yes. in any of the shows, I thought they did back in. I thought they did back in uh, Flash season two. I don't believe so. They, I, they 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 said something about fifty two breaches, right? Yeah, they was. said fifty two breaches. Yeah, but they right. didn't say fifty two Earth specifically. They they kind of insinuated that the multiverse was infinite, and they kind of kept with that until now. Right. So I kind of dig that they're doing that, um, and I'm looking forward to it. I think you know I like the idea of shooting Nazis. I mean, part of what's great about Call of Duty World War Two is I get to shoot Nazis. But <clears throat> I mean, you know, that being said. I'm curious if they can make it go four episodes. Like, you know, last year they kind of had a cheat with Supergirl, and there were really only two episodes in that crossover. There was the Supergirl episode and the Legends episode, or Flash episode and the Legends episode. Supergirl had six seconds at the end of one, and Arrow was doing its hundredth episode, so it was kind of more Arrow-centric than it was, you know, so they kind of got out of it. So looking at it now, it's kind of like, you know, they're going to be doing full eight hour or full four hours here. Can it sustain it? You know, that's like, a, that's, 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 that's longer than Batman V Superman Donna justice. Thank God. And we saw that turned out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean, now the question becomes, you, you I mean, up- have you and Bell, have you and Bo talked? Is there plans to do? I haven't seen it yet. No, but We're have you and do it? I mean, I'm saying, have you and Bo talked about, is there plans to do a crossover cast? Oh, uh no i'll speak at it we'll figure that out because i think that would be a good idea to have all the shows on because it is a crossover episode so the thing is since it's four nights uh and it is coming that's that's it's next week correct yeah two nights four episodes two nights four episodes monday eight nine tuesday eight nine so when is flash come on tuesday eight comes on on tuesday legends comes on at monday supergirl it it goes they just moved uh, arrow like steven said in the chat it goes uh, Supergirl on Monday, then Arrow on Monday, then Flash on Tuesday, and Legends on Tuesday. Oh, which okay. I'm showing on the screen now. Thank you, Steve. Excellent. Yeah, so, Thank you. So Arrow is the only one that's out of out of place, really. 
is so that he's moving from Thursday to Monday just for that, just for next week. And I think just that really week. has to do with the fact they don't want to end the show on Arrow because nobody watches Arrow anymore. <laughs> I well, watch I, I, I think we should. I think we should because that way, you know, because we record on Wednesdays and everything will be done by then. And we so, record on uh, Thursdays, sir. Normally, and we record on Thursdays, so uh, maybe we can we can figure something out. That and would be a really good idea. The, we got to get the the gents over at Supergirl TV Talk. Absolutely, love to talk to Frank again. We had a great episode talking about Ralph Dibney. Oh, how would we get uh, all of and... it? I think they've done it before. We'd probably have to get with Frank and be like, "How are we?" Because he did it last year. I think he had you, me, Bo, and his peeps. I think him and his buddy were in the same room, and then he had like the three or four of us on. So. Yeah, I, th- I think we should try. I think that'd be really, really fun. Yeah, I'm, I'm super excited about this crossover. They've always been really, really great. Mm-hmm. And to, to see this Earth X, this like, you know, super Nazi uh, planet with like the, the, the Nazi versions of our superheroes will be very, very interesting to see, uh, especially currently in our political climate uh, <laughs> where people are getting mad at uh, a video game about killing Nazis because if people are mad about that game, Nazi, I haven't heard about that. I, I, I've heard people complaining that like, I don't know. Whatever. We don't need to get political about it. But no. Uh, <laughs> but I mean, I've heard people get mad about Star Wars, but that's beside the point. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We can talk about that. Well, Star Wars Battlefront. Yeah. Two. Yeah. 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 I'm excited well, to see the Ray, like the live action Ray. Yeah. Me too. Uh, yeah. And I, I wonder if they're going to do anything with the Freedom Fighters, or if they're just going to stick that just with the the Freedom Fighters, the Ray uh, animated series that they're doing on CWC. I hope they use the Freedom I, Fighters. Yeah, I, I like the Freedom. I mean, that's just it. DC has never heard of the Freedom Fighters. No, Freedom Fighters. No. What oh wow! Freedom? Freedom Fighters is Uncle Sam radioactive. N- nope. Girl? It's Uncle, Uncle Sam, Sam, Phantom Girl, Black Condor, Phantom Doll Girl. Man, the Human Bomb, um, the Ray, and so like some mixture of that. But it's or Phantom Lady, not Phantom Girl. Phantom Lady. Phantom Girl's uh, Phantom Lady. Yeah. yeah. Um. But yeah, they basically, uh, in the original history, they were on Earth 2. They were running World War II with the All-Star Squadron and the Justice Society. Um, And then they were needed, basically towards the end of Earth 2's World War II, um, somebody came over and said, there's an Earth called Earth-X, Earth-10. Well, Earth-10 now, but Earth-X, where the Nazis won. And... So we can go and fight in this war and try to take it back for America. So they cross the galaxy and Ray, Dollman, you know, all of them go to Earth X where they fight. And then it was destroyed in the crisis and then it was merged and blah, blah, blah. So interesting. Yeah. Phantom Lady was in a a couple issues of The Flash, actually. So. Huh. So there's a possibility that we'll see the Freedom Fighters in this crossover. Maybe. I don't I, I? I think they'll I be run so, by Captain Cold. Think so? I think that's what they'll call the group run by Commanders, Command or Citizen Cold. I'll bet you ten to one oh, they call okay. the Freedom Fighters. They'll have the Ray. They'll have Citizen Cold in the because I bet you they can't use Uncle Sam because technically I think that's trademark U.S. So, uh, or at the very least, it's open. You know, it's not trademarked, but still, you know, might be frowned upon. So, yeah. But well, so uh, so so we got maybe some potential freedom fighters in there, maybe some some other cool stuff. It's it's going to be a really 
interesting crossover because like you guys said it's four hours right it's right. gonna be it's gonna be neat to see what they do with it so uh and i don't thoughts... think barry and iris will get married until the last five minutes of legends yeah you're absolutely It'll be, right the, the, it's <laughs> a standard superhero <laughs> wedding else, i think something else is gonna happen at the end of that episode too what do you think a wedding and a funeral dun 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 i i, I i'm gonna keep my mouth shut no, yeah. no, no! You can't right. this is speculation. What are you doing? This is speculation. This, this, this is okay. speculation, so, but it's well, it's a, it's also it's also I've seen set pictures, so uh, that's why I'm keeping it my mouth shut. Okay, uh, well, we, we can we can have a special spoiler. We can have a special spoiler segment uh, in our in our speculation for this week. Because I want to know. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah. So for those of you who uh, who don't look at set pictures, who don't follow that kind of stuff, uh, this will probably be extremely spoilery. So if you don't want to listen to it, skip to skip five minutes ahead five minutes ahead something right. like Why that not? and uh well, we'll do it let's do it yeah out. we could do it post mix quote of the week how about that yeah okay, well, okay let's do that yeah so so what we'll do is uh so so i'm gonna get the final thoughts from kyle and will we're gonna do mix quote of the week and if you're interested to know what kyle has to say about the set photos that he's seen stick around after that and uh you know actually let's stick around after the outro let's do let's do this let's do yeah the we'll do that after yeah. the outro yeah all right, sounds yeah, good. So, so we're gonna get final thoughts from Kyle and Will. We're gonna do the uh, the outro, and then uh, after that, oh, sorry, mix quote of the week from the outro. And after that, if you want to know the spoilery bits, the good little tidbits there, uh, join us there, and we'll talk about that. So, Kyle, uh, final thoughts on Crisis on Earth X? I can't wait for next week. Um, I'm I think I'm gonna be able to watch all four <laughs> hours of it. I don't have to be at work for it, so I'm nice. gonna be glad. I'm I'm excited for it. I'm excited to see all these characters dressed up on my television screen, kicking Nazi ass. Hell yeah. Will, final thoughts, Crisis on Earth. Earth I'm looking forward to it. Anything that brings Crisis in, you know, and more Earths and all that, I think it's going to be fine. I think it's going to expand the universe a bit. Um, You know, provide something that in case Legends isn't doing well, which I think it is, but, you know, some way brings brings things around. I'm looking for, I am, I'm looking forward to it. I want to see, you know, the movement that it's going to do and, Usually these crossovers kind of give them some stories to drive, you know, through the winter until February sweeps are just passed. So there. Cool. Well, I, I, I agree with both you guys. I'm super excited for it. Uh, these crossover events have always been really, really fun. Uh, this is going to be our first full four episode crossover. Like Will was mentioning earlier, Supergirl had like five minutes in the last one. So it's, it's going to be neat to see how they do it and whether or not they're going to be able to pull it off. I'm excited for it. I'm hoping that they will. Uh, we got some good writers there, and we got some good shows and some good characters. So I think it's going to be great. But uh, yeah, that's going to do it for speech speculation this week. So now, <laughs> wow, again, wow, oh, wow, <laughs> Alex, I'll take automatic pilot for a thousand, please. <laughs> and we're live. <laughs> that's awesome. <laughs> oh my god, where am I? <laughs> I'm still I'm still recovering from this weekend, guys. Sure, I, sure. Just, That's what you need. The mascara. Yeah. <laughs> the mascara. Okay, hey, there he is. Hey. <laughs> That's good. I'm out of beer, so All you right. can get it wrong. Yeah, right. Me too. Ugh. That's what I need. I need so... more booze. Uh, <laughs> That's gonna do it for speculation this week. Thank you. Uh now it's time for my favorite segment of the show, Mix Quote of the Week. All right, we got a couple quotes this week, so I'm going to let Kyle take it away. Depends. How on is she? Eh, she's, you know, she's, she's good looking. She's 
Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, all right. Uh, yeah, I was just admiring her uh, personality. And uh, I do her. <laughs> I got to go with one. <laughs> yeah, I got to go with one, especially uh, Kyle. Your, your reading yeah. of it was, was, was pitch perfect. So, so I'm going to go with number one. It's going to be depends how hot is she. So Kyle, take it away. Give us our mixed quote of this week. Depends. How hot is she? I mean, she's she's attractive. She's so hot. <laughs> I, I got to bring only, something up, by the way. All- yeah, I gotta bring something up with this. Video people will get that. <laughs> yeah, I gotta get. To, I gotta. I gotta bring something up with this. As All as right. funny as mixed quotes of the week are, Nate is outshining him now consistently. It's been like three weeks in a row. Like Nate is just. I mean, he had two last week with the. Uh, so you know he's something like you know, what was it about the Kardashians? It's just. Oh, it was yeah. It's like it was Hollywood. Week, yeah. Like, it was oh the oh, let's not uh, let's let us not ruin Hollywood. Yeah, until the Kardashians come in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, you know maybe we should have competing segments. We should do Nate's quote of the week and then Nate's quote of the week. Okay, I can do Nate's quote and I'll do it in my. Uh, I can do Nate's quote start next week in my and I'll do it in my Ross voice, whichever accent <laughs> I feel like doing that day. <laughs> yes. Howdy, y'all. It's right, me, well, Ross. I'm glad to be here, and we're fine here and now, and uh, the Kardashians. <laughs> Hey, as a southerner, I take offense to that. <laughs> now you're offending two people, Will. <laughs> I'm cool with that. What should as I do, Boonhauer? Be like, and I'm a goth kind of ashy and I'm a good old man. Got any quotes, man? I'll tell you what. Got the propane and the propane accessories. Propane, yeah. All right. Well, large fry, coffee. Yeah. Oh, next week we're going to have a new segment, Nate's Quarter of the Week, to compete with Nick's Quarter of the Week. Right. You guys tell us which one you think is better, uh, which which character had the best quote. Uh, but, we, I mean, we still got to keep Nick's Quarter of the Week. because I mean, it's Yeah, just I agree. Yeah. Ross so, um, voice, Ross voice, we oh we oh What? <laughs> oh, gosh, wee, he's wee, been, wee, yeah. Uh, <laughs> all right. Well, we talked about the crossover trailer. That's kind of the, the news for this week. So we talked about that in our speculation bit. <laughs> Um, so I think, oh, wait, let's, let's go ahead and uh, let's talk about next week's schedule. So Thanksgiving is going to be here next week. So we're not going to be able to record on our regularly scheduled time. Of course, when was the last time in the last month that we have scored? <laughs> I'm beginning to think Monday's going to turn into our regularly scheduled time. <laughs> Maybe. Who knows? We'll see. Oh, man. So, so yeah, we're going to figure it out. We'll let you guys know as soon as we do as to when we're going to be able to record. Um, but but uh, don't expect a live show from us on Thursday, everybody. I'm sure you guys will be with your families as well. We'll be trying to fantastic. As you should be. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be eating so much turkey and, and, and cornbread dressing, which is like my favorite thing in the world. So, so yeah. So uh, we'll, we'll be recording there, though. There will be an episode for next week's episode, uh, obviously, because it's the crossover. Um, no. We'll figure that out. We'll let you guys know on social media. Wait, no. This week is not the crossover. This, this week's week episode, right? So there'll still be an episode, I think. We'll still be an episode. <laughs> and yes. here's the thing: yes. I am I could almost lay money out right now. Very, very low effect episode. They'll be like they won't leave the ship. There will be no firestorm, this, actually, no, no mick. This next this this week's episode is Gorilla Grodd. 
Oh, that's wow. Right. So that's it's, it's going to be pretty heavy with uh, CGI gorilla. No, then I was wrong about that one. <laughs> well, maybe they skimmed off like every episode's budget. Yeah. I don't know. Must be like yeah. they all pooled their money. Vietnam. It is, yeah. it is Vietnam this week. Ooh, yeah. That, 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 yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, Kyle, thanks for being I'm super excited about next week's and episode. We it's Vietnam. As, as Steven in the chat mentions, together. Uh, it's, it's a Vietnam episode <laughs> with Gorilla Grodd. That's going to be awesome. So so next week's going to be great. But again, it's not going to be on Thursday. There won't be a live show because of Thanksgiving. Uh, we'll figure it out. We're going to we're gonna figure out uh, when we want to record, and we'll let you guys know as soon as we do. Check us out on social media, facebook.com slash legendstvtalk and legendstalktv on Twitter. Uh, but we'll get to that in a minute. But anyway, it looks like we're out of time. Uh, but don't forget to stay afterwards for some spoilery stuff about the crossover. And also, if you want to keep in touch with us while we travel a time stream, here's how. You can follow the show at Legends TV Talk. Sorry, I screwed that up. You can follow <laughs> the show on Twitter at Legends Talk TV. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Ring That Bell. Uh, you can follow me at Kyle Krause 89 and you can listen to me on the Atomic Geekdom podcast. And you can follow me on Twitter at WR Benson. And, and I, I have nothing else. No. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> no, I screwed that up already. And if 280 characters is enough to express your love for our show, feel free to email us at legendstvtalk at gmail.com. Uh, also, we have a Facebook page there, so uh, be sure to like us at facebook.com slash legendstvtalk. And if you like this show, check out some of the other shows from the DC TV Talk Network, Supergirl TV Talk, Starkville Labs, Flash TV Talk, and iZombie TV Talk. And while you're at it, check us out on iTunes and give us a review, and we will read them on the show. And don't forget, you can download all of the TV Talk podcasts on the Satchel Podcast Player. And we are now in the Google Play Store in the podcast section. And as always, as I've mentioned before in this episode, special thanks to Charlie Bach for providing our outro music and our bumps. You can check out the rest of his stuff at soundcloud.com slash Charlie Bach. And as always, you stay classy, you idiots. Tomorrow, same bat time, same bat channel. All right, so we got some spoilery speculation for you guys right now. Uh, this has to revolve around set photos. So again, if you don't want to know, if you don't follow set photos, if you don't look at that kind of stuff, uh, feel free to, to go ahead and end it. We're done, uh, except for this stuff we're going to talk about. So uh, that being said, spoiler, spoiler, spoilers, spoiler, 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 spoiler. All right. So Kyle, let spoiler. us know what are these set photos? Give us a link. Let's let's put that out there so we can all kind of look at them together and freak out. I don't have them. That's okay. That's fine. That's fine. Then well, then just describe yeah, them. It's out, it is out there. I can describe them. Okay. What we'll set, what we'll set about the uh, wedding happening on the very last episode of Legends mm-hmm. is most likely going to be true. Uh, it's going to be a double wedding. Uh oh. Oh. It is going to be a it is going to be a double wedding with I what I from what I see is going to be Iris and Barry. And Felicity and Oliver. Yes, yes, yes. What? Yes. Felicity is going to be a fish. I think so. Yeah. So from I guess those, what? from those set photos, it looks. <laughs> <laughs> from those set photos, it looks like that's going to come to fruition finally. Um, so maybe they just. Sorry. Okay, so what was was there a picture of Felicity smoking a white dress or something like that? No, no, neither was uh, Iris. 
Interesting. Interesting. It was just, I think it's going to be just something that's going to be just <clears throat> impromptu. Kind of hoping. Well, you know, when your venue gets blown up by Nazis, I mean, like, at, at that point, you're not going to spend the money again on another venue. Right. <laughs> yeah, I don't even yeah. think they could get the deposit back. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. So there you have it. There's a hot take from Kyle. That's a hot take. On what's going to happen <laughs> next episode. Looks like we might have two weddings and zero funerals. Oh, I think somebody's going to die. Oh, yeah. We'll, we'll see. It, it's, it's all going to happen next week. Uh, it's going to be good. Uh, look for that in the crossover crisis on Earth X, and uh, we will see you guys next week. Tomorrow, let's go ahead. Same bat time, same bat channel. See, it did at the perfect time that time, (laughs) yeah, Yeah. right? (laughs) Oh, that was fun! That was fun. Oh, let me turn off the audio. Oh, yeah, that's true.